I think you are, and I was this way too, when I was needed to make more money and I was really like, oh my God, where am I going to, how am I going to pay my mortgage that, you know, like in that desperate mode. And I would go to an event and hear all these speakers. Oh, she's perfect. She's going to help me. She's going to help me. He's going to help me. Right. I'm going to buy her thing. And it's going to be, and that's going to be the thing I need to make the, you know, hundred thousand dollar business. And it never was, you know, it never was. And it take, it took hiring about 12 of those people at an average of, you know, 15,000 a piece in order to get the information I needed Success. Eyes that mock our sacred institutions. Bedroom eyes, they call them in a bygone day. Sex desire is the most powerful of human desires. When driven by this desire, men develop keenness of imagination, courage, willpower, persistence, and creative ability unknown to them at other times. So strong and impelling is the desire for sexual contact that men freely run the risk of life and reputation to indulge in. When harnessed and redirected along other lines, this motivating force maintains all of its attributes of keenness of imagination, courage, etc., which may be used as powerful creative forces in literature, art, or in any other professional calling, including, of course, the accumulation of riches. Napoleon Hill. Hey there, peeps. This is Michelle Nedelec, and I am super glad that you're here with us today because I have my most amazing guest, Katrina. Katrina, thank you so much for being here with us today. Thanks, Michelle. (laughs) I know how absolutely busy you are, and uh, you got a ton of stuff going on, so we're super excited to hear about it. And so give us the 5,000-foot view of who you are and what you love to do. I love to help people make more money. So, And I'm also very much a systems and systems person and problem solver. I look at everything someone's doing in their business and find those holes and opportunities to do it better, more efficiently and more profitable, uh, more profitably. And uh, yeah, I've been doing it for 20 years. I just, I live in Northern California and loving life. Nice. So let's back up the bus a little bit. How did you get into all of this? I was, uh, I've been in sales and marketing for my whole life in one way or the other. Lots of little jobs, retail, restaurant, always was interested in upselling someone to, you know, <laughs> um, get an appetizer with that or get the shirt or the jewelry with this outfit or whatever. And when I was in advertising sales, <clears throat> uh, it was the same. I was trying to get people to run for an entire year or a longer period of time or a bigger ad, you know, so, and, but what I found was I fell in love with the small business owner because I just needed to teach them so much stuff. They just, they would know their thing about their business, but they wouldn't know how to really make it a consistent, you know, consistent, profitably profitable business. And so I was constantly teaching them about other things besides the advertising stuff. And that's how I got into doing marketing and business coaching for for business owners. Nice. They are awesome little sponges. So business owners in general, is there anybody specifically that you absolutely love to work with? I live with people who uh, want to be told what to do. (laughs) (laughs) Nice. You probably have a good audience here. Uh, someone who's tried a bunch of things, maybe been some successful, but who's also super busy and just wants to know how to do this, what to do here, how to not do that, like how to really be more efficient 
and more profitable and let's stop messing around and make some big money and help a lot more people. Yeah. Nice. I love that. So do you go into a business and go and everybody goes, okay, here's my yard sale worth of shit. <laughs> make sense of this. And how do we make money off of it? Is that Thank kind you. of what you do? They do. I mean, well, and because there's a lot of business coaches just focus on one little thing in someone's business. Like, let me help you with their social media. Or let me help you with high-end program or whatever. I look at uh, everything and how it all flows together because if you're disjointed with how this is selling and what you're doing over here and then what you're doing on social media, it all must flow together. So I have to know a lot about a lot of what someone's trying to do and where they really want to go. Sometimes they'll say, well, I want to do this right now. And they're focused on this year when 10 years from now, it's something completely different, but they haven't mentioned it. And when they mention it, it's like, oh, you want to be there in 10 years? Okay, well, then we need to do it differently. And if you got to get that big full picture in order to really advise people in the right way. Oh, absolutely. So let, let's just unfold that for a little bit because you, you bring up a fascinating point to me that, you know, as a strategist, I could just go, well, yeah, of course, that's how yeah, you do it. Right? everybody else is like, oh, I didn't think that was important right now. It's like, oh, yeah, it is. So what kind of things are affected with a 10-year plan? Like what, let's start with actually, what kind of 10-year plans do people tend to have and then backtrack how does that mess up their current one-year plans, if that makes sense? Well, the problem is they don't have a 10-year plan. They have a dream of where they want to be. Fair right? I, I usually ask the question, like, if you could make wave a magic wand and design your perfect business of how you're working, how long you're working, what hours, who it's with, what you're doing with them. And when they do that and they say, don't worry about how much you're making or whatever, what, what you think you need to do, tell me what you would want to do. And they think, they tell me, and then they think that that's 10 years away. Like I could possibly not, I can't possibly do that now. And I'm like, oh my God, what you're describing is something we can get you to probably in a year. Like why I put it out there 10 years. So they're like constantly, I see people putting this stuff way out there and not even thinking it's a reality, just kind of a dream. And so I like to really find out what that ideal dream is and that lifestyle that they want to live. And let's design that. And maybe we can't get you there right away. Maybe you need millions of dollars to do whatever it is you do. You know, it's kind of hard to go from zero to million in a year. But, um, but yeah, at least we know more. Sometimes they just don't even put that out there because they're scared to, they don't think it's a reality. Yeah. So it is, so my brain goes 5 million directions. So are most people thinking that that pie in the sky dream is making the million dollars? Is it having an exit strategy and selling the visit? Is it acquiring other businesses? Or is it just going, you know, I just want to live on my laptop and have other people run my business for me? Every, I mean, all of those all of things those. Are true, right? <laughs> it's, well, not everybody wants all the same thing. That's right. the thing. So there's no better answer, you know, as a strategist, you know, you have to, factor in what what they want to get and then figure out the plan to get that right mm -hmm. and some people i've had people that want to build a, a, a health center in you know a foreign country or whatever or they want to have a center for healing here or they want to and they have multiple you know practitioners in it which is going to require tens of thousands of dollars if not hundreds if not a million or two right to build and all that 
So we got to fund the mission. How are we going to fund the mission? Well, yeah. So some people just want to live a happy life and they don't want to work that hard. I have lots of clients in their seventies, for example, they're like, well, I don't want to work that hard. I just want to work like 10 hours a week doing, doing this. I'm like, okay, well, and how much more do you need towards retirement? Like, do we need to make big bucks and we just need to go for the big dollars or what are you really, where are you finding fulfillment? And there's lots of factors. Yeah. It's, right. So it's what fun. are some of the biggest mistakes that people make when they're, when they're planning things out other than not having not a plan? Right. <laughs> uh, the biggest mistakes is they don't know what they don't know. So they don't know what else to put into the plan. And so it's just not talking to anybody and thinking, Oh no, it yeah. just can't be done. Having your own business, as you know, there's like, I talk about 462 hats we have to wear, right? There's so many different things that if you almost need to at least have a really good understanding of, if not master, it doesn't mean you have to do the thing in the business. It just means you have to really understand how it works, as you know, and a lot of people don't get it. They, they think, oh, entrepreneurship is easy. I can just say I'm this and I'm going to sell this and people would give me money. Like getting a job is hard, but having a business is, is easy. And I think that's a mistake thinking that, right? <laughs> yeah. Getting training. I mean, if you want to be a nurse, you're going to go, you can't just walk into a hospital, start poking people with needles. Okay. I'm a nurse now. Right. But, uh, you want to be an attorney. You can't just uh, go into a courtroom and start trying a case and say, okay, judge, I'm the attorney. Oh, what's your degree? Oh, do you have a license? Uh, no, but I know everything I need to know to try this case or, you know, to defend this person. And you need to go to law school. You need to go to med school. Why aren't people going to business school, right? Like really business school, not like college. I went to college 30 years ago and they taught business. I have a business degree, but it didn't really prepare me for running my own business. Right? <laughs> I don't think it still does. <laughs> well, and I also think there's a huge difference between running a fortune 500 company and running an entrepreneurial business. Yeah. Um, that even if you work your way up to that fortune 500 company, there are stages along the way and it changes immensely. And I think most business schools until recently, I'm going to say, have taken their case studies from those fortune 500 companies. They're not looking at it from a, how do I start up a company and, and build. Yeah. And even I'll see uh, women's conferences. There's some big women's conferences out there that have thousands of people going to them yet. They, I apply to speak all the time and I get turned down all the time. It's like, what? really? You've got these, but they've got the corporate marketing person, the corporate CEO, the corporate this, the corporate that, and they're trying to attract entrepreneurs. The corporate person is not equipped in my mind, unless they, they also are an entrepreneur. They're equipped to a certain extent, but they're not equipped to be in the throes of entrepreneurship every day and have to get on a Zoom call and do your 60 second commercial and hopefully glean someone who's interested in talking to you, right? So it's just a completely different world, yet they don't bring in the realistic people that really need to teach it. Wow. That, that boggles my mind because to me, it's day and night. If, you're, yeah. if you have a paycheck at the end of the week, your mindset is 100% different than somebody who has no paycheck at the end of the week and they have to go and earn it, make it, you know, fight for it, do whatever. Yeah. Because, I mean, the rules of success are totally different. And so well, it doesn't make want, any sense to me. Yeah. And they want to bring in all those huge success stories of somebody who made millions and millions of dollars off this one product that they did, which 
I can name names and they're all amazing people and stories, but they're not the norm. They're not the norm. They're the very small percent of people that go to tons and make tons of money off their little invention or whatever. Right. And then they're, I love seeing those stories, but to have them be the person that someone's listening to, to try to build their business is not necessarily realistic for the everyday business owner. Oh, absolutely. I mean, yeah, yeah, I'm fascinated by the stories, but it's like, well, yeah, but (laughs) you just happen to know, you know, 10 people that you happen to work with, that used to happen to work at Google that happened to help you to promote this. It's like, yeah, that's, that's no. (laughs) I know. Let's back up the bus a little bit. Awesome. So other than the gurus from the big companies trying to explain to a, a solopreneur how to run a company what are some of the banes of your existence in the industry in the coaching industry things that are going on you're like oh my god just stop people that give horrible service and products and programs because (laughs) i i run into them at least not necessarily them but people who've been through their programs at least three to four times a month that says oh but i've hired this coach and that coach and i'm still not making any money it's like well I'm sorry, unfortunately you hired someone who's not helpful, like, or you hired the wrong person or that person, you know, if you're not helping someone specifically get clients and that's what they came to you for, you do something completely different, please don't tell them that's what you do if that's not what you do, right? Mm -hmm. Same thing goes for branding or mindset or whatever. Don't fool people into thinking you're going to help them. I don't know. It's just uh, drives me crazy. (laughs) Absolutely. So for the people that are looking for a coach and they're going, okay, like I get it, but how do I vet these people? How do I know that you're the one that I need (sighs) and not the one with the super awesome high gloss, you know, you're one click away from making a million dollars. There's a lot of Facebook ads out there and, I mean, I know some people that are doing amazing work, okay, that are very good at marketing out there. Um, I'm not talking about them. Um, it's just, it is hard to find the right person. I think you are, and I was this way too, when I was needed to make more money and I was really like, oh my God, where am I going to, how am I going to pay my mortgage that, you know, like in that desperate mode. And I would go to an event and hear all these speakers. Oh, she's perfect. She's going to help me. She's going to help me. He's going to help me. Right. I'm going to buy her thing. And it's going to be, and that's going to be the thing I need to make the, you know, hundred thousand dollar business. And it never was, you know, it never was. And it take, it took hiring about 12 of those people at an average of, you know, 15,000 a piece in order to get the information I needed to get to the hundred thousand, honestly, like it was insane how long, and now I'm more intuitive with, you know, that radar, that the, the red flag. <laughs> you warnings. now know what to look for and what not to look for. <laughs> right. And I, I do, I, I am more intuitive now, but I wasn't when I was more hurting for cash flow because I would believe things and, you know, 20 to 25 or 15 years ago, it was, it was different too than the world is today. Everybody can put up a course or a training. And if they have a really pretty website and really great marketing, you trust that they're doing exactly and they can do what, you know, do what you need. Uh, absolutely. I think there is a benefit to kind of the, the um, 
throw a couch up against the wall and see whether or not they're worth their merit. Because you and I have both learned a ton from a ton of crappy coaches. But also I think that there's, you know, there's a fast path to doing it. And I think it really is the experience like you have to be able to, you've run a company, you have the testimonials, you have the people that are there. So let's go with that. Give us some examples of, or one example of a Cinderella story of one of your clients. Uh, well, I have a nonprofit client. I mean, that's, I don't have a yep. whole lot of those, but she is a rock star and she hated the things I was telling her to do. Like she was so resistant to going after free publicity, getting on TV, uh, putting herself out there like that, writing us an email, putting her picture on social media or her website. Oh my God. But she did almost everything I told her to do. And it has really catapulted her nonprofit and her other business as well. So she had a, a therapy business plus a nonprofit. And she came to me with an ultimate, her ultimatum from her husband and her husband was in on it too. When we were talking and he's like, look, if she doesn't make a profit in her pocket consistently after a year with you, then we're closing down the nonprofit. And it was her baby. She had for three years, but wasn't making any money. Right. And so within the first eight months, she started making $3,000 a month in profit. And now it's more like 15,000 of profit. Plus it's quadrupled in size. So it's amazing how she's, nice. she's just still hates. Now she's doing a book. I'm like, oh, put your picture on it. No, I don't want to. Yes, you have to. And, and you have to get no photo shoot because, and you have to do your hair and you have to stop wearing a tank top because you have to wear this thing. And she was like, no, I'm like, yes. Like, <laughs> <laughs> I think that might lead into the, why you need a coach that's confident and pushing you into things that you don't want to do. Because if it's, Hey, I'd love to do that. That sounds awesome. That's probably not the thing you need to be doing in yes. order to make money because you're probably already doing that. And it's probably not getting you the results you want. A coach should push you. It's a, you should be slightly uncomfortable around your coach and they should like, you know, push your buttons a little bit. I think a mm -hmm. um, little tough love. I do it all with love, but I'm going to tell you if I think you need to change your look and feel or you need, you know, if you need to, I'm going to tell you because I don't want you wasting your time out there. Right. And who would do a book cover in the clothes that they wear every day? <laughs> well, people that look really savvy every day, I guess they would. Uh, it's not me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I could dress up for my photo shoots. I, I look the part and make it happen. Um, and but I totally get that for a lot of people that's super uncomfortable, right? It is, especially when you get used to wearing the old Lululemons all day or whatever the, the sweatpant du jour is. That's hilarious. So, what are some of the stumbling blocks that somebody might be having right now, and they're thinking, "Oh my God, Katrina, I need you so bad right now." Well, they've either spent twenty to thirty or forty thousand dollars somewhere else and still not seen the results, and they're like, "Well, now I'm tapped out." I see that a lot. I'm like, but you got to keep going or you have to go back and get a job. And I'm sorry that you're tapped out. You have to find a way. You have to find a way to make it work. Uh, you just have to learn what you need to know to do in order to keep going. I, it's, a, un, it's an unhappy, expensive lesson to learn, but you have to keep going or you have to go get a job um, sometimes when you're in that pickle, a financial pickle. Um, I don't know what else. There's I also think there. though that in that in that pickle yeah. <laughs> is oh when God. the the opportunity clicks in because I think something happens in people's brains that when desperation hits and they're like, okay, 
I either give up or I have to find a solution. Now all of a sudden they're solution oriented and now all of a sudden the ideas start coming to them or the inspiration yes. starts coming to them and they go, okay, fine, I'll get out of a tank top. <laughs> like the things that they would never have done before now they're going, okay, fine. Yeah, we have to say, how can I do it? Instead right. of, I can't do that. Or looking at your checkbook balance. I mean, I've had to, I have a, a really good friend who died when she was 28. We were in, just after college. And her, her mom and I were really close. And so we stayed in touch for years. And I had to call her a couple of times and say, Edith, I need to borrow 3000 I need to borrow $5,000. And I did from my front, dead friend's mom, for God's sakes. Okay. Now I've done this to my mom, but also her. I didn't want to go back to the same person all the time. I split it up. Right. <laughs> and I paid them all back every time. Okay. And they were happy to give it. Now, not everybody has people they can ask for thousands of dollars. I get that, but maybe you do when you're just being uncomfortable around it. It certainly was not comfortable to ask somebody that is not my family member for three to $5,000. Okay. But I did it anyways, because I needed to, I needed help. You have to reach out when you need help and you just do. And a lot of people have a 401k or a savings and they just, nope, I refuse to touch it. Well, and they have this skewed mindset about retirement, like that, that thing is going to save them later. Well, if you, that means to me that you don't have the belief in yourself that you're going to be able to work this business out, that you don't have 100% confidence in yourself to be able to make a whole lot of money doing it because you won't tap into the source that can actually help you fund the mission to do the thing. You have to have complete happiness and, and confidence in yourself and the, knowing that you have the ability to go make lots more money. And you have to take this from here over here to fund that, to learn the things you need to know. I did that. I cleaned out my entire IRA and 401k in the first five years of my business. And because I trusted that I knew what the hell I was doing and it will all work itself out. Yeah. So that's another huge thing I see that's just a big problem for people. And it's probably conditioning from how you were raised to, oh, no, don't touch your savings ever, blah, 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 you know. But get over it. You have to do stuff sometimes. You have to do what it takes if you really want what you want. Absolutely. And if you are in that position, I highly recommend you talk to a account, tax accountant because it yeah. really doesn't make any sense at all as an entrepreneur to keep that money in there. But that's just my opinion. <laughs> I am not a tax Well, definitely. <laughs> talk to tax Talk to your tax accountant. Yes, of course. I am not a financial, you know. <laughs> but don't do that. <laughs> Hilarious. Do it the right way, please. Do it the right way. Do it the right way. I know that our listeners are going to want more from you. How do they start the journey with you? Mm. Well, you have to do something. So you what? can sit back and think, well, I'm ready, Katrina, then I'll come to you. Or when I'm ready, Michelle, I'll come to you. Right? Like, stop it. Stop waiting until you think you're going to be ready and going off and figuring out stuff on your own. It's so much faster when you just have conversation, whether it's me or somebody else, whether it's someone about your health, someone about your love life please go have conversation with them because you never know what insight they're going to impart on you in that said conversation that is usually free. So stop it. Stop waiting for that. So jumpstartyourbiznow.com is my website. You can totally just send me an, an email there. You can go to the free trainings page and get free trainings. You can go try me out, whatever. Yeah. Free trainings. Awesome. What are your free trainings on? I have one on getting started making money as a speaker. I have one that talks about what you need on your website so you can actually get more traffic and get more conversions. 
I have one about jumpstarting your business in general, which is more marketing. I have one about becoming an author. I have one about what knowing your money goals that most people set them too low and how to set it higher and why. And yeah. Nice. Love that. So go check out the free training at jumpstartyourbiznow.com. And of course, we will have those links in the notes for you. That's awesome. So I have to ask you, Katrina, at what point in life did you know that you were especially kind of crazy enough to think that you could become an entrepreneur? The day that I told my last boss to fuck off. <laughs> what happened that made you do that? <laughs> Uh, well, he was a two-faced, said one thing and did the other kind of, you know, type. Uh -huh. And that was my very last job. That, oh, it was horrible. And uh, I was in it six months too long. And I was only there for six months. So, <laughs> <laughs> so if you find yourself in month one, month one of that kind of a job, get out now. Right. Don't wait the six months. I knew that I wasn't burning any bridges. So I was safe to tell him to fuck off because I had already like, kind of consulted a little bit of a business coach not a lot but just a little just to kind of set me in the right direction so and I had connections from my previous advertising jobs I went to the chambers and just started talking to people and you know tell them I can help them that's all you got to do sometimes you can make money without a website without all the fancy stuff without any funnels you can make money if you go talk to the right people that need what you've got and you ask them if you can help them right and then you offer, make an offer with the money attached and you ask for their credit card. You have to be assertive though. You can make money without that. Now, long-term success, a little bit more challenging without all the bells and whistles and the behind the scenes stuff. Um, but it doesn't have to cost a mint and, you know, let's do it. The Get the credit card first thing. and figure out what a merchant account is ah. later. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm walking around going, okay, I have this. Now what do I do? Right. You'll learn. You'll figure it out. It's all good. <laughs> nice. I love that. Awesome. Katrina, you've been absolutely fabulous. Any last words for our peeps? Just do it. I love my favorite quote is just do it by Nike. I mean, you cannot wait. Life is too short. What happens if you or your significant other gets sick next year and you haven't done it yet? Stop it. Stop waiting. Love that. Peeps, this is Michelle Nedlock, your mistress in business. Thank you for being here today. Be sure to subscribe to the show and your favorite podcast app so that I can help you get it up when you need me because I love having you here. Thanks, Katrina. Have a great week. Thank you for listening to the Little Blue Pill for Business podcast with your mistress in business, Michelle Nedlock. Why are you still here? Go to littlebluepillforbusiness.com and get your goodies. If you enjoyed the show, be sure to share it with somebody else that you know would enjoy getting it up in business after you subscribe to the podcast, of course, so you won't miss any future episodes. Now, check the notes for links. Oh, and only tell your wife if she's into this, you know, entrepreneurship. And I'll see you both on the other side.